Hey everybody, it's Ben here and it's time for round three of the starting rosters uh, compendiums. So on this show, we've got goblin teams, halfling teams and human teams. So two really interesting stunty teams and probably the team that got the most win out of Blood Bowl 2020 in humans. So if you want to look at a specific roster, please just come and check out our YouTube channel. Otherwise, we'll be sneaking these into the podcast feed. So do get in contact and let us know what you think of the rosters. For now, I will leave you with goblins hey everybody ben here from the bonehead podcast and welcome to goblin starting rosters so we are doing a series where we're looking at what you can buy for 1 million if you're planning on playing league with blood bowl 2020 so as you should know by now the rosters have changed um, some things have got slightly more, some things have got slightly less, and obviously everybody's got a passing stat. Um, what we're going to do is we're not going to look at league development, we're not going to look at what skills to take, but we are going to look at what you can buy if you're starting out in a league and you want to play goblins. And the reason we're doing goblins now is because so many people asked for it, we've moved it right to the queue, uh, right to the top of the queue. Okay, so the key changes to the Goblin roster, they haven't actually changed up that much, which is really good because the Goblins were not a problem in any way, shape or form. Bombers got 5k more expensive. Pogoers also got 5k more expensive, so that's 40k, 45k now for the Bombers and 75k for the Pogos. Hooligans, however, got a complete rewrite. So before they were a uh, fan favourite machine. Now they've got a little bit of a tweak and they are 65k, movement 6, strength 2, agility 3+. Passing 6+, not the worst thing in the world. Armor 8+, and they come with Dirty Player, Disturbing Presence, Dodge, Right Stuff, and Stunty. So they are goblins, but they come for 25k more with Dirty Player and Disturbing Presence. Could be useful for defense, but Dirty Player is obviously very goblin. So having that Dirty Player positional now opens up a little bit of what you can do with a goblin team. It is very, very thematic. However, goblins are expensive for a stunty team. You've got to take the two trolls most of the time. That's that's 230k. And then the Ooligan coming in at 65k competes with the Fnatic at 70, the Pogo at 75, and the Diver at 60, and your re-rolls at 60 as well. So the Ooligan I still think is not going to be top-tier choice, and in fact I think we've only got it in one of our lists today. But it's good that they've changed it up and I think when it comes to tournaments when you get access to slightly more money or in your league when you get a little bit more cash it will be very useful however taking the Uligan at the start costs you another goblin and it's not worth two goblins talking of lists let's move on to our first one and we've gone with the no bribe list here so goblins still get half price bribes but if you want to take everything you can't necessarily afford them. So let's have a look. Let's have a look. So we've got two trolls. That's 230k. One pogo and one diver. So that's your ball carrying team really. You've got the diver for throw teammate. You've got pogo to maneuver on its own. It's got the pogo stick skill which means it's uh, leaping everywhere on a 3 plus. Um, but can still be thrown. So the, either one of those makes a great stretch play for a throw teammate. Now throw teammate essentially got one harder to land. Um, but... That's why the diver is so important. You get Fnatic and a Chainsaw in this build, and eight Goblins, and three rerolls. So that takes us to 995, uh, 995,000. So it leaves you no gold left over. But what it does do is it gives you two trolls. So one, two, uh, three, four, 
goblins for the pogo and the diver and then eight more goblins so you've got a standard team of 12 plus two secret weapons so while you've got no bribes realistically you should be able to get two drives where you've got all 11 players including one of your secret weapons at a time so offense defense it's up to you whether you run the fanatic or the chainsaw and you can just chuck both in at once and if you have a really bad half it will hurt you but this roster gives you the opportunity to do everything goblins want to do they want to cut people up they want to smash people with a fanatic there's a pogo there's diver there's throw teammate you've got trolls this roster will give you the full goblin experience i think at the start of a league but if you really like bribes and you really like secret weapons, then you can do a list that I think you will enjoy. All secrets is what we're calling this one. It's two trolls, a bomber, a fanatic, a chainsaw. So all three of your secret weapons. Plus it comes with eight goblins and three rerolls. That takes you to ten normal players with three secret weapons. So you will have to deploy your secret weapons all of the time. You'll have to have at least one on the pitch. It takes you to 885, so it gives you 115k left over. Now, we want to save that for two bribes, so you can keep those stars, not stars, so you can keep those weapons on the pitch a little bit longer. The bomber gives you an option at just harassing on defense. It is probably the worst secret weapon without an upgrade. But what this roster does allow you to do is it means you can get that bomber, the fanatic and the chainsaw. You can get them to their first skill up easier, or at least quicker. The, the earlier you buy them, the quicker they level up. So Bomber can get Hail Mary Pass, the Fnatic can get Mighty Blow, and the Chainsaw can get Dodge. So as far as those go, you do want them to level up. Trolls, again, the sooner you do that, the sooner you get Strong Arm or Guard. You know, you can develop those guys. So the earlier you get them running, the quicker they will sprint. Now, I know I get accused of a lot of troll hate on this channel and on the podcast, and it's not troll hate. It's just they're not the best start. Uh, they're not the best big guy. Um, so you can drop one. I don't necessarily recommend it. Um, having two strength five armor nine regenerate guys on the line or available to play defense with or offense with, it just it allows such a punch for a goblin team. Any team that has two trolls has to be taken seriously from a you could murder me kind of point of view, especially when it comes to goblins where there's loads of them to foul and you've got secret weapons, so chainsaw and, my, and uh, the ball and chain can do some serious damage as well. If you want to drop a troll, however, it does give you 115k to spend on other stuff. So let's look at what you can get with this roster. You get the troll, one pogo, one diver, so that's your ball carrying squad right there. Fanatic, Bomber, Chainsaw, that's your secret weapon squad as well. You get eight goblins, three rerolls, and that does leave you enough to take the Ooligan, because that takes you to 9.05. Taking the Ooligan puts you at 9.70, and what this does is this gives you everything goblins have to offer. You get secret weapons, you get the, the stuff for throw teammate, ball carrying, leaping, you get disturbing presence on the defense to just off on the defense to offend your opponent. So if you want to go with everything, Troll Solo will do it. I personally recommend probably one of the other two rosters. The first one is probably the more all-round, but if you want to have Carnage with secret weapons, then you can do it, and it's not a bad build. The thing that hurts Goblins in 2020 is the Star Player Assortment. Let's have a look at that now. Okay, so what I mean by that is you used to have the cheap stars, so you used to be able to ride the inducement train. So you'd want to keep your TV down to 800 or so. So that you could get a couple of bribes and then one of the star players. So you could pick up the second chainsaw. You could pick up um, 
Fungus the Loon, who had, it was the Mighty Blow movement for uh, Wall and Chain. They are gone for now, as is Ripper. So your normal arsenal of star players, or the normal inducement arsenal that Goblins had available to them, has taken a bit of a hit. The star players they now have access to are the Black Gobbo, which gives you a second foul action. Glart Smash Rip if you want some big strength claw. Gracken Crumbleberry, I know I talk about it a lot in these rosters because he can be taken by everybody, or they can. Um, gives you that kick teammate option. Gives you another strength 5 player and gives you two bodies. It, it's definitely up there. Hackflem is your strength 3 gutter runner, which goblins can now take for 180k. That's not bad shooting for, and I think that's what we'll see in a lot of tournament builds. Uh, Helmet Wolf is your chainsaw star player for 140k. That's an expensive way to get a second chainsaw. Uh, Morgan Thorg at 340, and you can take Varag Gulchua for more strength at 280. But as you can see here, there's nothing that competes with two bribes for 100k so when you start out at a league i think it's better for you to have more players than to keep your tv low other teams are going to escalate quicker than yours okay trolls are going to take some time to level up the star the um, secret weapons are going to take some time to get the level ups which means their tv is going to stay the same other teams are going to probably progress a bit quicker with your line goblins you don't really want to level them up um, now you can take a random skill on three spp it will benefit some of your other players, but it doesn't necessarily help the goblin team. It used to be the case of goblin levels up, you roll. If you get a stat or you get a double, you keep him. If you don't, you get him gone. I wouldn't worry too much about this these days. You can now just save those SPP for your goblins. Um, so you can just build up to 18 SPP, take a gamble on a strength, on a, um, on a stat up, and then build your goblin without having to fire and replace. So what I see Goblins doing is just slow brewing with the same roster, building up those positionals, and that's why I recommend starting with those positionals as early as you can, um, because your positionals are going to get exciting, and you're not going to be able to rely on inducements the same way you used to. Anyway, that's probably enough rambling about Goblins for now. Let me know in the comments what you think. If you think you found a better Goblin roster, that would be amazing as well. That would be lovely to hear. Um, we moved Goblins right to the top of the list because everybody was shouting that they wanted to see the goblin roster so let us know below what you thought and who you want to see next and we will get them to you as soon as we can but for now thanks very much for watching and we will catch you again soon Hey everybody, Ben here from the Bonehead Podcast and welcome to Halflings Starting Rosters. So we are looking at all the teams that have been presented in the Blood Bowl 2020 rulebook and uh, we're considering the fact you may want to run them in the next season of Blood Bowl for your league. So we're looking at just what you can buy for 1 million. And we won't go too much into skills or team development unless we feel it's necessary. But for now, what we've got is a good few suggestions on how to start a league with Halflings. But before we look at the rosters themselves, there's two main changes that have happened to the Halfling team. And the first one is this here. So their star player list, their star player menu got a lot more uh, accessible. Star players in general seem to have got cheaper, um, but we've lost quite a few. However, the Halfling team still gets 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 
10 different ones. Okay, that's between 140k and 340k. So the classic build of Halflings taking a low budget, low TV, so you can take that third tree man with deep root, uh, and then the Master Chef still applies. It just means that now instead of taking deep root at 280, you might want to take Grack and Crumbleberry. Now, I'm known for talking about Grack and Crumbleberry, but if you think about it, these guys here, Grack and Crumbleberry, they give you the option to kick teammate as well. And the reason that's important is because it doesn't use your pass action. Historically, that's not mattered. What it means is you can throw teammate and you can kick teammate, which is always a lot of fun with stunties. But it ties in with the second big change. So, uh, Hefties. Hefties got really good. They stayed at 50k. Catchers went up 5k to 55, which makes them very expensive for halflings. But the Hefties themselves stayed at 50k. Passing got worse this this time around in Blood Bowl. And uh, Dark Elves, Dark Elf linemen are passing on a 4+. Halflings are passing on a 4+. Except the Hefties. The Hefties are passing on 3+. And they get agility and passing access. So... You're ending up with an actual halfling thrower, which is really interesting. But but why is that good? Stretch plays. Okay, we've all been there. We've wanted to throw teammate and uh, make that quick pass to then get the handoff to then throw the teammate. But you can't throw the teammate if you throw the ball. Now, if you've got Grack and Crumbleberry, you can kick the teammate after you're throwing the ball. And the hefty is actually not bad at throwing that ball. With the passing access, you can give them accurate to make it a 2 plus quick pass or give them pass. I don't know. There's a lot of bad decisions to be made there. And quite frankly, halfling coaches, you are the ones that are likely to make these bad decisions. So enjoy it. So with that out of the way, we've got our first roster, which is called the Old School 600. Can you guess what it is? Yes, you've got two treemen, 10 halflings, one reroll taking you to 600 TV, which gives you a sweet 400 petty cash. Master Chef needs to be taken. So we are assuming that basically all of these rosters, you're taking the Master Chef. One reroll, not so great. Stealing up to three of your opponents is great. So I wouldn't give up the Master Chef here. You could drop it, take two rerolls. That would give you three rerolls every half. But if you take a Master Chef, you're likely to end up with two rerolls, one half. Three rerolls the other half, but it's going to hurt your opponent. They're going to be playing, playing one half with one or none and another half with one or two. I like that. That's going to hurt them a lot more than it's going to hurt you. And what this roster does do is it gives you 300k petty cash. So if we look at that star player list, we can see that that is Deep Root, that's Grack, that's Griff, that's Grim, Helmet Wolf, Carlevon Kill... Not Morg. He's still too expensive. Cheaper than he was, but still too expensive. Mighty Zarg, Rumbelo, and the White Dwarf himself can all be taken in this roster. So it gives you a lot of flexibility. We just talked about Greg Crumbleberry. This is a roster that you can fit him in. Him or Deep Root. Doesn't matter. You've got a great opportunity to flex. And uh, technically, if you dropped a Halfling, you could afford Rumbelo... And a, and, a, and, a, and a wizard. And now you're in complete disaster territory. Roster number two, please. We are looking at max positionals here for halflings. Two treemen, two hefties, two catchers, six halflings. That's 12 players. One reroll. The all-important Master Chef. And it gives you 210k patty cash. 
at taking you to 790. So the reason that 210 is pretty sweet is because Carlevon Kill is 210. Rumbelow Sheepskin is 170. Wizards are 150. If you want a bit more, what you could do is drop one of your hefties and that would go up significantly enough to get you Grack. But what this does mean is you've got those absolutely brilliant positionals in the catchers. Okay, sprint catch is great for stretch plays. Having one hefty makes that a really good thrower. So actually, I can't be bothered to go and change the graphic now. But instead, I would recommend having two treemen, one hefty, two catchers, six halflings. It's only 11. Take the reroll, take the chef. This goes up to 260 petty cash. Swoop in, take Grack and Crumble Warrior at 250. You've got 30 man roster. Just have an absolute blast throwing, kicking, running around, stuntying. But what if you do not have star player miniatures? What happens if you've managed to source two Treemen from nowhere but don't have any stars? This is a significantly limited TV. So this is you playing halflings. Okay, two Treemen, two hefties, two catchers, eight halflings. So 14 players with three rerolls and the Master Chef. You are going to be able to do halfling things and you're going to have four or five rerolls per half. So this roster is not about playing good Blood Bowl. This is about just going out and doing stunty stuff. The reason you've got so many halflings is because they're going to die. They're going to die, they're going to get punched, or they're going to get thrown into the ground by your trees. But with 14 players and 4 or 5 rerolls, thanks to the Master Chef, you are going to be succeeding in a lot of ways. You're going to be getting those dodges after you failed the first stunty dodge. You're going to be making those thrown teammate events. You're going to be getting SPPs with your halflings by throwing and catching with the hefties. This is a halfling blood bowl team. Not the halfling team of old. This is a team that you want to play with. Your your halflings are your players here, guys. Not just the bits of not just the terrain that allows your treeman to facilitate the battle and uh, allow Carla or Deeproot to win. Your halflings are going to fight here. However, even with the Master Chef, we're looking at 870. So you still get 130k for inducements. And if you were that way inclined, you could definitely drop one of your halflings. Pop that to 840, giving you 150 for you to take a wizard. Last but not least, we've got the Mooty Morgue build. So if you do not have trees, because Games Workshop have not produced trees, if you are from some area of the moot where they don't like treemen, I don't know what's happened. It's a very big political landscape. You know, the trees wanted to stay, but the moot guys didn't want them to. So it's very tough. You're going to end up with a load of cash. So two hefties, two catchers, eight halflings. This roster is here because it's everything that comes in that halfling box. One reroll, the Master Chef, okay? That gets you two, three rerolls each half, taking you to 450. No, wait, 540. It's literally written right there. Taking you to 540k. That gives you an absolute ton. So you've got the Master Chef. That takes you to 640, giving you just enough to take Morg and Thorg. What this also does is, and I don't want to railroad you here, but having that amount of... Uh, that amount of petty cash gives you so many options you've got a whole bunch of halflings here that are going to have to fight and brawl to be halflings they're going to have to play blood bowl but you also get to run the best star player in the game in morgan thorg and you get to do it at a substantial disadvantage to having those trees 
It's going to be faster, it's going to be bloody, but it's going to be an insane amount of fun. And if you want to get Morgue on the pitch, it's great. And it's also the only Halfling roster you can actually buy straight from Games Workshop. Anyway, that is going to do it for Halflings rosters. Halflings are not a very good Blood Bowl team. But as far as stunties go, they can do stuff. And the fact that the hefties now can pass and the catchers now can catch means you're going to be playing some Blood Bowl games that are going to be entertaining. And when it comes to stunty versus stunty, halflings are going to have a lot of fun. And you get a lot of modelling opportunity with the insane roster, the insane menu of star players. Just look at all this. There's plenty of lists that you can brew up using just the 12 guys in the box, some star players, you just you can just go have a great time. And the great thing about star players is that changes between games. So depending on who you're playing against, I don't know. Griff is a great shout because he's edge four historically, you know. Now he's he's now he's uh, agility two plus and passing three plus, okay, with all the internal skills. You've just got a lot of opportunity to create an insane amount of identity for your halfling team. And that's just really good fun. Uh, people are going to know your team in your league. They're going to know your team at tournaments. And even if you don't take my advice and track down a Gracken Crumbleberry or some alternative models, there's just so much fun to be had here. Anyway, thank you very much for watching. Leave a comment, but be gentle um, on your thoughts for these halfling rosters. And uh, I will see you again soon, guys. Thanks very much. Hey everybody, Ben here from the Bonehead Podcast and welcome to Humans Starting Rosters. So we are looking at all the teams that were spoiled in the Blood Bowl 2020 rulebook and we are putting together rosters for you to start your league. So we're aiming at 1 million builds. We're not going to go too much into skills or how to progress the team unless it's important. We're just looking at what you can start your league off with. the changes to the human roster so on the whole i think humans got a little bit better hear me out throwers got 10k more expensive but they are one of the best throwers in the game now which is absolutely crazy so the passing stat was introduced and it changed up a bunch of players and realistically it decreased passing across the board however the human thrower kept pass kept sure hands and now has a passing of two plus in old money that means the human thrower is agility four when it comes to throwing that makes it one of the best players in the game, which is why it's gone up, which is very much, I think, worthwhile. Uh, it also maintains general and passing on a primary. So you can sneak in a leader reroll if you need to, although humans are plenty cheap, so you shouldn't need that. Uh, catchers have gone up 5k apiece as well, and blitzers have gone down 5k, and most importantly of all, I think... Um, <laughs> They get an extra element in. They can take up to three halflings. So you do have the ogre. The ogre has throw teammate. Now you can sneak those halflings onto your roster. They're bog standard halflings. No loner. You can throw them. You can do crazy shenanigans. They've bumped humans up to tier one because of it. 
It remains to be seen as to whether they can hold their own against Dark Elves, Wood Elves and Skaven, uh, but I definitely think humans, who were, to be fair, a very solid team before, now have something else to buy in the long run. On the passing stats though, Human Lyman 4+, Throwers 2+, Catchers 5+, Blitzers, Halflings, 4-plus apiece, and Ogres on a 5-plus. So across the board, they're not bad. Everybody's got Agility 3 except for the Ogre who's Agility 4. So they can still do an absolute bunch of stuff. So humans have gone from being good at everything to actually good at everything. So because humans have got such variety in their roster builds, we've got four for you here. Now we're going to look at different things that they can do and different ways to build your starting 1 million but relatively quite a cheap roster, so you will be able to get most of what you want uh, from the start, really, to be honest with you. Okay, first one up is the Ogre Mix build. So one Ogre, four Blitzers. That is a ton of punch there, guys. That's a strength five beast and four blockers. Okay, the Human Blitzer is an underrated player. Movement seven, strength three, agility three plus, passing four plus, armor nine plus, block, general strength. It's a heck of a player type. That, combined with an ogre, so four blitzers and an ogre, is an incredible offense, okay? We've got one thrower on this roster as well. We've already talked about two plus uh, for passing, but also three plus agility means that that sure hands is going to come in handy if you're willing to risk three plus sure hands, of course. Five linemen as well, and one halfling with three rerolls. So, you get all your three rerolls, okay? It's the start of a league. The things you're missing... A second thrower, which I do possibly recommend down the line, uh, and no catches at all. But you've got a halfling there, so you've got five good combat players, and you've got uh, you've got the opportunity to throw a teammate as well. So I think this is going to be one of the one of the premier builds for humans now, uh, because you can get it all in there. You're not missing out on anything except the catches, and they are 65k. So by the end of your second game, you'll be able to pick one of those up without uh, without too much difficulty the roster comes to 990 so you've got 10k left over probably pick up a dedicated fans okay the second roster that we have for you is the no ogre mix build so we've looked at the ogre mix we're now looking at what you can take if you don't take that ogre so you still got four blitzers and the thrower don't underestimate those four blitzers the thrower is there to do exactly the same thing but this time it's got some better passing targets this roster Six linemen, uh, and bringing it up to 13 players, we've got two catchers for this team. So, human catchers, that's just, uh, is that right? No ogre mix build, no ogre mix build. Yeah, 13 players, three rerolls for a thousand TV. So, this is one million, this is all your money gone. However, you've got 13 players there. Okay, two of them are strength two, being the catchers. But you've got enough bench that you don't have to deploy them unless you need to or unless somebody goes down. So catches, movement 8, strength 2, agility 3+, plus, passing 5+, plus, so not so good at throwing, uh, armor 8+, plus, and catch and dodge. They are. Don't underestimate the human catches either. They're no pro elves by, a lot, by, by any means. However, that movement 8 really does give you a great dynamism about it. I remember in, uh, in the last season, uh, Rich was tempted to take a catcher but wasn't that fussed about throwing. And I was like, dude, 65k, movement 8, you've got a great runner. And also a really mobile support piece or a fowler. So this roster having two catches that you can bring in off the bench means that on offense you can have two movement 8 catch dodge targets. On defense, you don't need to deploy them at all. 
with three rerolls as well. So this is the other premium roster. I think I prefer the other one. Uh, you get more bash. This one you get more dash. And talking of dash, if you want to make the most of the human thrower and the human catches, we've got a throw heavy build for you here. So you drop a second reroll. And the reason you can kind of get away with it this build is you've got four blitzers, you've got block. You should be able to maneuver them so that you're making favorable blocks, but you've got those two rerolls. You've got two throwers now. So they are 30k more than alignment but they are significantly better. Having that pass two plus and sure hands means you've got two thrower pieces you can do whatever you like with. You've got three catchers and three linemen. So that takes you to 12 players. So you've got a catcher in reserve, basically. Overall, you are less strong. Literally less strong. You've got three strength two players, but you've also got three movement eight players. And the other twist to this is drop a catcher or drop a lineman pick up that third reroll, um, but then you are very vulnerable. Or, this is the funny thing, you can drop a catcher and take two halflings. So you've got two catchers, and then you've got 14 players. Uh, not 14 players, how many have I got? 10, 12, 13. 13 players. Two of them are hobbits. Two of them are halflings. And the, uh, the stunty dodge... The stunties are not just there to be thrown, okay? I've played enough of Snotling teams to know that uh, <laughs> just, just stunty dodge shenanigans can win you anything. And just imagine, like, a halfling in a blitzer cage is just going to run on through. So that was a bit of an extreme roster. We've got a more sensible one here. This one is uh, for the conservatives out there or those who really want to... Um, be as consistent as possible. So with humans, their rerolls are 50k. You do have the option to take and start with all four. Now I can't imagine you're ever going to need more than four. Four blitzers, one thrower, two catchers, five linemen. So that leaves you with 12 players. And uh, let me just check. Yeah, it leaves you with 12 players. No cash to spare. So you're going to always have to deploy at least one of your catches. So it's a little a little weaker, but you've got four rerolls. Now, you don't have to take those rerolls. One of those rerolls could become an apothecary. But what this does do is it gives you a bit of all the human core team. So you've got that 50k for either an apothecary to keep them alive or those rerolls to really push your limits with this human team. They've got the blitzers. They're going to be brawling. They've got throwers. They've got catches. They can maneuver the ball. Don't get me wrong human rushes the blitzers are great rushes okay so you've got a whole ton you got one two three four five six seven really good offensive players either combat oh, blitzers movement seven you've got six movements seven or eight players here this becomes a really fast team and you've got the re-rolls to follow up on whatever it is you want to do if you want to take the cheeky one die blitz if you want to dodge with a blitzer and they don't have dodge yet you've got the re-rolls to make those risky plays and hopefully keep you alive to combat whatever you're trying to do. I think the human roster got really interesting. It, it feels solid. Um, technically, they've been downgraded. The passing across the board has got worse. But I think from going through all these team lists, they have not suffered as much as some of the other teams. And humans have got their little linchpin pieces. The blitzers are still brilliant. Throwers are the one of the best throwers in the game got called out on stream i think for saying that every single time but they are one of the, they've got passing two plus they're 80k they're not they're, and sure hands okay it's just such a superb piece you've got the catchers who are strength two 
but they're 65k and they're movement 8. You could line up 4 catches here with a very small amount of expenditure and just go play wide receiver with them if you wanted to. Anyway, to summarise, humans you can do a load with. If I had to pick a team, I would probably pick the Ogre Mix build. I think it, um, it's just got so much strength and so much consistency with a lot of the fun aspect because you still got that throw teammate angle as well. If I was going to go with a human build, it might be, it might very well be the Ogre Mix build. Uh, I don't know. I think I might have talked myself into the catches now as well because the humans should have a pretty solid throwing game, which I wasn't really expecting going into this edition. Anyway, let me know in the comments below what you think of these rosters, what your human build is going to be, and uh, how well you think humans are going to shape up in the new meta. Anyway, thanks very much for joining me, and I will catch you again soon. Hey everyone, thanks very much for listening to the Star Player rosters. Like I said, they're all available on YouTube if you've got a specific one. We've also started our Star Player Spotlights as well, so all the Star Players from the Blood Bowl 2020 rulebook we're going through, which teams they can be taken by, what they do, and whether they've got any good now. So please give that a listen as well. Otherwise, we will see you again soon for another compendium.